Hello again, folks, and welcome back to the weekend. Hooray! And welcome back to the East Style Classic Countdown. I am that East Style for you. And, uh, well, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, on behalf of everybody here at the ESCC, which is basically just me, of course. <laughs> but, um... Uh, we're glad you, you got to enjoy. Um, hopefully you're like me and you're thankful for every day. Not just one day out of the year. Not just a couple of days out of the year. But the way I see it, every day is a gift. That doesn't mean you have to think like me necessarily. Actually, please don't think like me because that's that can be scary. <laughs> but um, anymore, every day is a gift, especially more than ever lately. So, um, I don't know, just enjoy every gift that you have, and we'll leave it there. <laughs> Alright, um, this week in 74 is what we're doing. We have the top 11 songs in the country. Uh, if you've been with me on this for a while, every now and then I'll start at number 11, Usually for a very good reason. And uh, the reason this time is it's one of my um, all-time favorite bands and yours as well. Uh, a couple of you. Which, nothing wrong with that. Um, the number one song holds on here for a second week. Actually, all four of the people in the top four, this is their only top ten. If I uh, remember right, I think it's uh, uh, one of them made a, a, an appearance with another group um, and hit number one the year before this. But other than that, none of them were heard from before or since this. Uh, we'll get to all that. Here in a moment. Oh, actually, that's not true. That's not true. Now that I think about one of them, it's uh, their second hit. But they wouldn't make another appearance after this. But the top two, it's their one and only top ten. Um, and both, and of course, one is number one, and the other would knock the first one from the number one spot. But we'll 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 get to all of that. We've got a couple of passings to note. As well as a couple of um, East Style birthday notices uh, to mention. First, we gotta discuss them. The Beatles. You've heard of them, right? I'm sure the memo got passed that there's a new movie out <laughs> with um, uh, footage from their um, Get Back sessions. Get Back. The album would, of course, be Let It Be uh, later. Um, and I've asked, uh, I've asked a couple of my listeners and um, friends of mine about, uh, you know, and I would love to see it, don't get me wrong, just like everybody else would. Some of you already have, because it just premiered, what, the other day, I think. And that's awesome. But I'm wondering if there's anything there that they talk about that we don't already know. Yeah, the footage would be nice to see because it's always great to see the Fab Four uh, when you can because these days we can't. 
Well, we can, but with the classic footage. I mean, from the sense that, uh, you know, two of them are no longer here. The other two, of course, very still very active in the business, uh, doing their thing today. God knows they don't have to, but they still do, and that's awesome. But, you know, and when I get the chance, of course, I, I will see it. But, uh, again, I'm just wondering if there's anything there that we don't already know about. Um, but they still like to call Let It Be, the album, their final album. While a lot of us Beatles purists know that Abbey Road is actually their last album. And I say that, you can look it up, you don't have to take my word for it necessarily, but it's been documented. Um, apparently, as you may have already seen or already knew from the Let It Be footage, um, you know, th things didn't work out. They um, got in each other's faces and whatnot. Lennon had found Yo Yoko at the time and... Guess didn't want to hang with the boys as much in, anymore as he did. And McCartney um, found Linda not too long after that. So they wrapped up the Get Back slash Let It Be sessions. Would work on Abbey Road as a foursome. I guess Lennon at the time of Abbey Road. Notification there, sorry. At the time of Abbey Road, Lennon um, was in a, a, a bad car crash, he and Yoko, and um, only turned up for his songs and uh, most of uh, George's session work and, and some of McCartney's also, um, and would leave the Beatles, Lennon left the Beatles before Abbey Road was even released. So, ergo, they go back to the Let It Be album, do some work, finish up some work there, just the three of them, Macca, Harrison, and Ringo, and then put out Let It Be. But it would seem to me that Abbey Road would be the final album properly because of uh, the, the four of them. But as a Beatle purist, and a lot of my friends are Beatle purists also, but we know that to be true. So we'll see what happens. If you've seen the movie, enjoy it, please. But um, again, I'm wondering if there's anything there we don't, don't already know. Yet, you know, if anything, um, they didn't want any footage during the Abbey Road sessions like they had with uh, Get Back slash Let It Be. And I can't say I blame them. But that's just the way that it worked. And I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, because they needed time and space to create all that genius work. And, and Let It Be is a, a great album too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's only one Abbey Road. They actually had to end it after Abbey Road, don't you think? Because, and, you know, I guess, especially in the 70s before Lennon died, you know, people were hoping for Beatles reunions, but really, were they going to do any better than Let It Be 
and Abbey Road and the White Album before that? I personally don't believe so. And um, even Macca himself has said, and Ringo has said that, um, you know, things just got too intense during all that genius music they were creating. So that would end up being that. But hey, what we got out of that, still the greatest selling band of all time, still the band with the most number one songs, still the band with the most number one albums, on and on and on and on and on we go. All right. Okay, that's enough. I, I could do a podcast just on the Beatles all day, and many of you know that. So we will uh, roll on. Um, had a couple of uh, losses, not from a rock or pop musician standpoint, but they did affect the business. Um, Mick Rock was a well-known photographer. Um, Tons of uh, people that he had photographed were listed, but I'll just name two because they gave tributes to him, among others, I'm sure did too. But um, people like the Pointer Sisters and Queen, that was uh, Mick Rock who did the bulk of their photography, if not all of it. But the Pointer Sisters um, gave a tribute to him, as did uh, Brian from uh, Queen, Brian May. So um, we say goodbye to him, and we say goodbye as of yesterday to uh, Stephen Sondheim, whom many of us know best from his Broadway work. Uh, West Side Story and uh, a couple of others. I was going to write them down, but I didn't. But a famed lyricist. Uh, he's got Grammys. I think he's got an Oscar or two. He's definitely got a bunch of uh, Tonys working on uh, Broadway. But we just lost him yesterday. I guess Thursday he was having Thanksgiving with his family, just like everyone else. Now Friday, yesterday. Boom. Gone. But at 91, you know, he... I guess it's safe to say he lived a nice, full life. So, that's good enough right there. Um, So, we say goodbye to them, but not really. And we also have, um, in the happy-style birthday book, a couple of Charlies, actually. Charlie Burchill, guitarist from Simple Minds. Um, Don't You Forget About Me, Alive and Kicking and all those, which I still say is a much better song than Don't You Forget About Me. Um, Guitarist and I believe co-founder of the band uh, with uh, Jim Kerr, still with them today. Uh, Charlie Bonant, I believe is how you say his name, the drummer from Anthrax. Uh, Mike Borden, the drummer of Faith No More. So there's two drummers, and they're born on the same day. They both turned 59. Both still drumming for their bands, um, if I'm not mistaken. And also, one more um, birthday to talk about, and it's Chi-Town's very own Twista. Born Carl Mitchell. He actually goes by uh, Twista, still active in the business. You know him, um, our newer school people probably know him best from his, um, I think it's his only number one 
called Slow Jams uh, with Kanye, with um, uh, Jamie Foxx was in the video. I had to watch the video again before I um, um, came on the air with you guys. <laughs> Kanye's on the Aisha Tyler with her fine self is on the video dancing with uh, Kanye. Um, that's the song. Uh, you know it because it has a, what's supposed to be a sample of uh, Luther and House is Not a Home. Are you going to be? Say you're going to be. Are you going to be? Say you're going to be. Well, 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 well. Yeah, that, that part is on uh, Slow Jams, as many of us know. And um, I think it's Twister's only number one. And he had help there, like I said, with Kanye and uh, Jamie and a couple of others um, from his uh, Kamikaze album, which also would hit number one, largely because of that. Um, and Twista holds the record for, um, well, he held the record, I don't know if he still does, um, fastest rapper in terms of uh, how many syllables you can put out in one minute. I think he had like 600 syllables in less than, in less than a minute actually that he would do <laughs> that's uh not as easy as it may sound but he did it um not uh, again not sure if he still holds the record but he did then so uh that's that so happy birthday to all the guys there all right finally let's get to this weekend 74 um as I said, we got the top 11 songs in the uh, nation. Oh, first we got to discuss the number one soul song. We don't discuss this lady and her group enough, but it's uh, Miss Gladys and the Pips with I Feel a Song in My Heart. Great, great tunes climbing up the pop charts as well. Um, I remember Mom, I think, had the 45, like she did with a lot of these. And um, a, a great one there. The number one album, Elton's Greatest Hits. Elton who? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, everybody knows who Elton was. 73, 74, 75. He was definitely the man. And, and to have a Greatest Hits album at the top at the time was rare. But who else could do it but Elton? All right. The top 11 songs. 11. Our Boys, Chicago, and Wishing You Were Here. I put that on because, well, it's Chicago. And sadly, Wishing You Were Here, that's as high as it would get, uh, is 11. One of my all-time favorites by them. One of my all-time favorites by anybody. A um, couple of Beach Boys, uh, if I remember right, joined them on that one. I can't remember which ones. But they're there. Now for the top 10. 10, she's on her way to number one. Uh, it's Helen and Angie Baby. Helen's ex-husband, uh, who recently passed away, managed Chicago for a bit during uh, the Hot Streets era, as many of us uh, may know. But Helen and Angie Baby is uh, number 10. Number nine, also on his way to number one. <laughs> Say what you will about the song, but I got to experience what the song means when Candace, my little girl, came into my life. It's Cats in the Cradle. 
by Harry Chapin. I've always loved this song. I think it's a great song. It Like American Pie, it's one of those that most people seem to hate, but I got no problem with it personally. Um, I think it's great. Uh, uh, eight is a former number one, which actually climbs back up into the top ten. It's You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Randy Bachman, uh, Fred Turner, and the rest of BTO. Seven is uh, My Melody of Love by Bobby Vinton. Uh, what's he saying there in the chorus? Oh, my, oh, my, lava, oh, my, I don't know. <laughs> He's, um, what was he, Polish or, or something like that? Well, he is Polish because I believe he's still kicking. Um, he says something in there. If you know it, get back to me, will you? <laughs> Seven. From um, My Melody of Love, we go to Everlasting Love by uh, Carl Carlton. This is a bad mamma jamma of a song in and of itself. Some people get that. <laughs> Number five. Here's another guy that, that we've had him a lot on the countdowns lately as well as we have like with Donna. But Neil Diamond and Longfellow's Serenade. Neil isn't always everybody's cup of tea either. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan myself, but this is this one's a good one of his. Longfellow's Serenade is a, one of my favorites of his, and there ain't many, but this, this one's a good one. Uh, four, after peaking at number two, just one more notch, and it could have hit the top, and it should have. But from Brooklyn, it's the Brooklyn Truck Express and Do It Till You're Satisfied. Um, BT Express actually is uh, what we know them by. Um, Not a one-hit wonder. I forgot all about Express by BT Express, which was a hit before this. Um, So BT Express, not a one-hit wonder. Neither are Three Degrees who are at number three with Will I See You Again. When Will I See You Again, rather. They're on their way to number two with this as well. But the Three Degrees, also in the previous year, had joined... um, Oh, God. Let me make sure I get this right. MSFB with um, T-S-O-P. You probably know the music better. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 yeah, that one. Uh, TSOP is the song, The Sound of Philadelphia by MFSB, Mother, Father, Sister, Brother, with the three degrees in their... Uh, yeah, that's them. So technically, three degrees aren't a one-hit wonder either. Uh, these things just come to you. As you uh, move on with, with the with the countdown, and I'm amazed that I can do that. <laughs> the top two, though, are one-hit wonders. Um, we never heard from them before this, and we never would again. I believe both are still, well, I know um, the guy at number one is still around because I just looked him up. <laughs> uh, but Carl Douglas, I believe, is still kicking also. I get it with Kung Fu fighting, still kicking. Get it? Yeah. He's at number two with Kung Fu Fight. He's on his way to number one. But first, we got to get that wretched Billy Swan and I can help off of the uh, top of the charts. He's number one for a second week in a row. 
Um, actually, it's really not as wretched as I thought. I just always had trouble with this song because, like a few others, I always thought, speaking of the Beatles, that this was Ringo um, singing as uh, as well. But it's not Ringo. Um, Billy wrote... Oh, pardon me. Billy wrote, co-produced, and sung this himself. I can help. Um, I think that's him on the annoying organ on there. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's him. And um, Billy would go on, uh, as I said, I think he wrote uh, hits for um, country artists um, after this. But, uh, oh, no, his only pop hit. He's, uh, Billy's still around, uh, still living in uh, Nashville. I think I think we talked about this um, last year when this was at the top. But he's, uh, um, he's widowed with a couple of daughters, both in the music business themselves. So um, um, you don't hear too much from him anymore, and you probably don't have to he's probably still living living off the profits from i can help so hey that's that's good enough all right we gave you a lot today i'm sorry but we no no i'm not sorry because i love doing it i love finding all this stuff out and i love sharing it with all of you so that's what we do we will do it again tomorrow for you for our 80s countdown um unless anyone's got a request before then uh, let me know and we'll take care of it for you. All right, but until then, that's it for today and the 70s countdown. Notorious Biggie style, as always, telling you to put your hair up and square up until tomorrow. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>